Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of friends have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben and today I'm drinking a Daylight Fading from the Arcadian Brewery in Cardiff. It's a delicious tropical stout. Mm. And locked in with me today we have... I'm Chris and I'm drinking water with lots and lots of ice because it is incredibly warm. Far too warm. And... I'm drinking a real drink, a beer Moretti, the Authentica or Lath Authentica beer of Latalianos, and I have an ice pack tucked into my shorts. Nice. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the infinite escape rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. This week, clouds of steam billow past small sash windows. The floor below us is jolting from side to side, and there is a familiar yet strangely soothing clackety-clack all around us. A toot from a whistle confirms that we must be aboard a steam train. There doesn't appear to be anyone around to let us know where we're going, but out of the window we see a sign that reads, Warning, in 60 minutes, bridge out ahead. Beside us is a door marked Emergency Escape, and it's locked with three whimsical padlocks. We'd best escape. Yay! Escape! Capital! (laughs) Before us, uh, we have a single door, marked second class. And that's my puzzle. So you step through the door to second class. It is absolute bedlam in there, as I'm sure you can imagine. The floor is covered in tins of beers. There's crisp packets everywhere, dirty nappies, uh, and half-eaten bags of of Pret-a-Manger. Is it messier than my house? Um, No. Okay. You, can see, you can see the windows. You can still like see out the windows and stuff. <laughs> God, I can see out the windows of my house. You can, you can recognise furniture um, in amongst oh, them, including sake. chairs, which are utterly covered in chicken shit. Um, wow. And chickens, weirdly. Glancing further down the carriage, you can see uh, a whole variety of animals and bric-a-brac, along with three rows of seats, three banks of seats. What would you like to do? Are these, are these your usual uh, two either side, with a, with a corridor down the middle? They are indeed. Um, they're two either side. Um, unfortunately, you won't be able to sit down on any of them because, as I say, they are utterly swarming with chickens um, and covered in chicken poo. Nice. Hmm. Well, can I? I'm just gonna just gonna have a look around. I'm just gonna walk down the corridor, having a look. Yeah, down sure thing. Each, each row, yeah. Okay, so you walk down the uh, the central aisle, uh, kind of jostling things as you go. Uh, and the first thing you notice is that the very first bank of seats on the right has a a large pig, uh, and on the left has a large cow. Just sort of. Both gently sort of, you know, pigging and cowing away there respectively. You go a little bit further down the carriage and you can see um, another pig on the right and another pig on the left. And then finally you get to the, the very back row of seats, the very back back bank of seats. And you see a big lion who appears to be asleep next to a pile of something. What would you like to do? Which side is the lion on? The lion is on the left hand side. And what's the other side of that row, sorry? Uh, the other side of that row is empty apart from chickens and chair. And there's, there's a large pile of something next to the lion. There is, yeah. Between the lion's paws is, now you look at it, what looks a little bit like um, a patch of blood with some torn clothes on it and a, a small arcane device. I suspect that's our key, Ben. Hmm. Can I pick up a chicken? You can. And offer it to the lion, carefully. The lion is fast asleep. I'm just going to nudge it gently. I'm afraid if you do so, you may lose your deposit. Okay, I'll stay back. I'm staying back. By which I mean, like, in this context, deposit a limbs. <laughs> if we if we pick up a chicken and place it uh, sort of between our side and elbow and uh, squeeze it in rapid succession, do we get eggs flying out like a machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a chicken to try. <laughs> um, 
Well, Ben, yes, you, you squeeze the first chicken, and, and yes, an egg does fly out. But then you squeeze a little bit too hard the second time, and scrambled egg comes out. <laughs> and then really too hard the third time, and the inside of a chicken comes out, and you put the remains of the chicken down. Oh, I got gory. Fortunately, there are innumerable chickens. Fantastic. And the other chickens eat it, because that's the gross shit that chickens get up to. Oh. Apparently, um, chickens will eat eggs, and it's quite good for them. Huh. Because it's like uh, protein and stuff. Is it better for them? Because I mean, surely they've had to like give something to make the egg in the first place. You can't just like become like a perpetual motion chicken by eating your own eggs. I've got no idea. That's uh, you're at the limit of my chicken knowledge. I, I'm well beyond mine. If you know the answer to this question, uh, get in contact via Twitter, Pedagozilla. <laughs> oh no, fuck! That's my other podcast <laughs> at tier underscore podcast. Right. Um, just because. I feel that we've we've had a, an almost similar uh, scenario recently. Can we um, can we expect the lion for like any any taggage? Uh, certainly, the lion is entirely without tag. Uh, he just has uh, before his paws the pile of blood clothes and the uh, the, the arcane device. Um, could we take a, a closer look at the arcane device, please? Certainly, you pick the arcane device up very very carefully so as not to disturb the sleeping lion, uh, and you inspect it. It's one of the oldie fashioned uh, ticket punching and printing machines there appears to be a note tacked to the back of it posted note i don't think they were invented back then it's just a regular note a regular <laughs> unsticky note somehow affixed now i think about it probably with some sort of precursor to sellotape i suppose if it was uh, like a like a telegram type note then it would have been a note that you posted and therefore a post-it note a posted <laughs> note <laughs> um yeah, so we've got a, a ticket thing and there's a note. What's the note say? The note reads, I can't take another minute. It's you're kind of you're inferring the northern accent. I can't right. take another minute to these bloody animals in second class. First the cow eats my hat and then the pigs work out how to get into my ticket machine. I'm off to the buffet car. It looks like he uh, didn't make it based on the um, the blood. First the cow and then the pigs. Well, there are more pigs than cows. Uh, sorry, what do the cow and the pigs do? In fact, could we have the note again, please? Sure. I can't take another minute of these bloody animals in second class. First the cow eats my hat, and then the pigs work out how to get into my ticket machine. I'm off to the buffet car. Hmm. Um, could we uh, could we go and have a look at the cow and see if we can see any remnants of a hat? Certainly. You take a look at the cow. It's sort of mooing there quite happily in the um, the little bit of space between the seats and the, uh, and the seats in front of it, and appears to be tucking into a large bag of Walker Sensations, uh, which it's getting everywhere. You can see around its mouth a few bits of material sticking out. Hmm. I'm not even sure what to do now. Could we uh, could we visit uh, each of the pigs in turn, from the one next to the cow to the to the two further up, uh, right then left? Sure thing. So you visit the pig uh, directly across the aisle from the cow. This pig is drinking a tin of Stella Artois, or at least it's kind of spilled on the floor next to him, and he's sort of picking it up with his little piggy snout. Inspecting him, you see that he has a tattoo of a brick wall across his ass and has a little piggy t-shirt on uh the t-shirt is white and has a large circular hole in the front of it uh like around the belly area yeah okay um what about the pigs further up uh, the one on the left first okay you take a look at, uh, at that pig he appears to be uh, munching away quite contentedly on a walking stick looking at his t-shirt it has a picture of two fat ladies on it oh also he has a t-shirt on he has a t-shirt on and it has a picture of two fat ladies on it okay and um the pig opposite him um has a t-shirt on with sand okay so the pig opposite him has a a little straw hat on and he's uh watching a film on a tablet very 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 noisily uh disruptively almost his t-shirt 
appears to have uh, just some snake's eyes on it. Oh, okay. So I think I think we have there, there's something there that we have the three little pigs, uh, one with straw, one with sticks, and one with bricks. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've got a whole two fat ladies and snake eyes, which I don't fully get. We've got Stella. Well, snake snake eyes means two on the dice. Ah. So yes. if you roll, oh no no no, it's it's you roll. I think you roll two dice and you get one on each. Okay. Which is snake eyes, which is the lowest score you can get. When rolling two six-sided dice. Well, I suppose two dice of any sort, but you know. Hmm. So what have we got? We've got snake eyes. We've got snake eyes. We've got two fat ladies, which is uh, 88 in bingo, isn't it? 88. I, I did not know about that. So we've got 88 and 1-1. One, one. What's the other one? It's just a hole. So is that also just one? Or zero? Or zero. Nothing. Yes. What is the? Uh, what film are they watching on their tablet? Oh, a B-movie. The B-movie. Yeah. Not not a Peter Jackson like pre Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, no, no. I'm trying to think of like what the most annoying kind of loud film I can think of is. It's probably B movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, oh no, shit. Um, the was it the Queen's Corgi or something? That incredibly irritating thing that seems to be doing the rounds at the cinema at the moment. Oh god. Um. So what would we do, do with this? I don't find a mechanism to to solve a puzzle. Can we can we go and talk to any of these animals? Uh, you certainly can. Uh, yeah. you approach the cow. Yeah. What would you like to say to the cow? Good morning. <laughs> the cow just looks at you and then carries on cutting on a bit of material. Can we do it to all the pigs as well? Certainly. They um, look at you or don't look at you and oink and snuffle. Um, pigs and cows can't talk. Okay. That's, I was just checking. Just I mean, One of them can watch a tablet apparently. So, Well, you know, he's there's a tablet in front of him and his face is in the direction of it. Who knows what goes on in a pig's mind? Me in this case. But um, could we have a, a a further look at the ticket machine, please? Is there anything about that? Sure thing. So, um, looking closely at the ticket machine, you can see that it has um, a a large pull down lever on the right hand side um, and a keypad on the front, presumably to punch out the prices of tickets. Right. So, there's the the snake eyes hat is the straw one. Which one's the sticks one? Stick was two fat ladies. So eighty eight. Two fat ladies. Right. So, can I try typing one one? Eight eight zero in. You do so, and uh, pull the pull the handle. You pull the handle. You hear a clackety clackety punchety punchety within the machine, and out pops from the end a ticket. Now, despite costing one hundred and eighteen pounds eighty, this does <laughs> not entitle you to a seat. You notice that the side of the ticket has been punched out, with the edge looking a little bit like teeth. You have located the standing room own key. Yes, <laughs> and you have solved my puzzle. <laughs> oh, <fantastic. laughs> oh, that was a great puzzle. True story. This puzzle was inspired by me catching a train on Saturday and being standing buttock to buttock with several other people, including um, a load of people going to the football and a load of families with children who are just completely out of control. I would rather have literally been in a petting zoo when they'd fed the animals crack or something. It was absolute hell on earth, and I'd paid £25 for the privilege. Not a happy bunny. Taking the standing room own key, you slot it into an incredibly thin papery lock and pop it open, and step forth to the private carriage. And that is my puzzle. You find yourself in a private cabin. The private cabin has a small corridor down the right-hand side of it. Coming off the small corridor, there are two rooms. One room has seats in, and the other room you cannot see into. Both have doors. What would you like to do? 
Can we look into the room with seats in? Uh, you can do. As you press against the doors, they uh, they gently sort of rock open and you fall through into the uh, little room with seats. There are seats either side of you. Directly opposite the doors, there's a, a large window and a table. What would you like to do? Can I look on the table, please? On the table, there is a small booklet that says to dance on the front. And there's also a small cup. Hey, Chris. Yeah? Would you like to dance? I'll dance. What sort of dance we do? An erotic one. <laughs> Ooh. Ah, oh, yeah. You flip over the, the small booklet and in, in wonderful handwritten writing, there is to dance. Step one, put on a tutu. Step two, apply makeup. Step three, don dancing shoes. Step four, complete the following steps. Are there any steps following? Uh, you flip the page over and that's all there is. Is there any tutu or makeup around? Not that you can see. Uh, you look okay. above and underneath the seats, um, and there doesn't appear to be anything else. Um, Is there anything in the cup? Uh, you see a small bronze key. Can I grab the small bronze key, please? You can. Yeah, we've solved the puzzle. Hooray! I don't think we've solved the puzzle. It didn't have a fun name, and I didn't hear the bling sound. Can we try Can we try the small bronze key oh, to get oh, into oh, the oh. neighbouring room? No, before oh. we do that, before we do that, sorry, can we look out mm -hmm. the window? Of course you can. You see um, countryside uh, flashing past um, in somewhat comic book style. You, you're sure you see the same tree about five times in, in a, the same number of seconds as you're looking out the window. Okay, sorry. Yep, Chris, go for it. Yeah, can we use the key in the lock for the neighbouring room, the one next door that we couldn't see into? You can do indeed. And this door slides open. Inside the room, to your right-hand side, there is a desk with things on. To your left, there is another small room. There's a small cupboard and then a bed. Beside the bed, so directly opposite you, there's a set of drawers. Um, and between the drawers and the bed, there looks to be a suitcase. And on the other side of the drawer, so top right of the room, there is a safe. All the things. All the things. Um, let's explore the bed first. Do you want to join me, Mike? Join you in exploring the bed. I've fallen oh, yes. for this one before, Chris. <laughs> you can explore that on your goddamn own this time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll explore a bit on my own then. Okay, are you are you going to crawl under the covers? Or are you just going to lay on it? What, what are you going to uh, do? I'm going to have a look under it first. Have a look under make it. Sure there's um, no, no, yeah, nothing dangerous. Of course, there appears. So actually, underneath the bed, um, it appears to be like a divan, so it's completely sealed. Um, nothing underneath the bed. There's no drawers or cupboards or anything in the bed. Not at all. But now you think of it, there really ought to be to make better use of the space. Yeah. the yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, you give the covers uh, a good ruffling and uh, you can't feel anything. You pull the covers back and there's a mattress underneath. With a fitted sheet, of course. I take the fitted sheet off. Is there anything under the fitted sheet? Uh, there is a mattress. Let's take a look at this desk. Okay, so on the desk, sort of to the left end of the desk, as you're looking at it, there's a, a clear space for you to maybe you know, write some notes or whatnot on. Um, and to the right of the desk, there is a mirror with a myriad of makeup. Interesting. So I remember makeup, Chris, being on our to-do list. Uh, I do. Can we grab, the, can we pocket the makeup? Well, I was going to say, can we take a look at the makeup? Just in case anything significant. So you've got some eyeliner, some lipstick, mm -hmm. some blusher, and some mascara. Okay, is there anything, was there anything else on the desk? Uh, no. Okay, uh, can we check the bedside cabinet? Uh, you walk over to the bedside cabinet. You notice that between the bedside cabinet and the bed, there is a suitcase. And you also notice that there's a little silver lock locking the drawers to the bedside cabinet. Okay, can we open up the suitcase? You open up the suitcase and there is nothing inside. Hmm. So the cabinet is locked, the suitcase is empty. Can we look around the cabinet? You look around it and so to the left is that where, where the suitcase was and to the right is a safe. Okay. 
Uh, can we get into the safe? Is the safe unlocked? You can't. There is a dial combination lock that spins one to ten. Okay. Can we have a look in the little... Because there was a cupboard, wasn't there? Uh, yes, at the foot of the bed. That has a little gold lock. Locks everywhere. And then was there another smaller room coming off of this one, or a couple of small rooms? There is indeed. There's a little smaller room. Um, you open the foldy door, and uh, it's a small toilet. Anything in there of a toilet. particular interest? Just a toilet. <laughs> Otherwise, no. <laughs> uh, and was there another little room, or have I just drawn a bad diagram? No, no, there was no little, other little room. So um, okay, okay. So to dance: one, a tutu; two, a makeup; three, dancing shoes; four, complete following. So we found makeup. So I'm assuming we have to find. We've got the makeup. We need to find a tutu and dancing shoes, and the further instructions. Yeah, can we take a look in the cupboard at the end of the bed, Ben? The cupboard at the end of the bed was the uh, was the gold lock one. Ah, yes, of course. Does the key we've got fit any of these locks? Uh, no, it does not. It was bronze. And the drawers were the silver lock. They were indeed. Can we can we pop into the other room? Yes. And and hunt around for some keys. I want to check the the seats and uh, underneath the seats and the, the the little storage bit at the top. You know, all of that. Lot. Of course. So you um, you go back into the other room. You look at the seats. Um, these seats have been made without any creases in them whatsoever. Uh, there is nowhere for a key to have dropped down uh, at all. Um, Can I lift them up? Do they lift up at all? They do not. They're affixed to the base. Okay. And the base is solid to the floor. So there's nothing underneath the seats either. So I would clearly see a key. You would clearly see a key. Um, yeah. You look up to where there is normally luggage racks. But strangely, there is no r- luggage racks in this particular room. Okay. So it's, I can clearly tell that I cannot see a, room, a key in that room. Absolutely. What you figured out, Mike? No, I just enjoyed the process. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoyed the process. You trying desperately to be like, so can I smell a key? Because I know what keys smell like. I'm in a room. Is there a key in this room? And then being like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> so... The things okay, are made so of immutable adamantium and <laughs> back to the other room. Can we take a look in because we had um, some eyeliner, some lippy, some blusher and some mascara. You did. Can we take a look, a little look at each of the four of those, please? Uh, of course. So you uh, you look at the eyeliner. It's just a sort of a, a pencil thing. The lipstick, I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with. The blusher. Mike, I think somewhere uh, on my computer, on my phone, I have a picture of you in, in all of this. So Yes, but our audience didn't know that, did they? <laughs> well, they do know. As far as they were concerned, Manly McManlington. You look in the mascara and it's one of those sort of little brushy, brushy things. And uh, you pop open the blusher case and there is a small gold key. Oh, hey, let's crack that bad boy into the cupboard so into the cupboard you see you uh, pop the pop the little uh, the key in and it, it pops open um this appears to be a small wardrobe inside you can see a suit and two tutus yes we're both getting the tutus on oh yeah baby two tutus okay, is, is there anything else in there can i rummage around looking for another key or, or post-it note with a code on it or something like that <laughs> um, <Jesus. laughs> can, can, you, <laughs> can you be more specific than i walk into the room and okay. find I, the yeah, keys the, the, <laughs> no in the in the wardrobe i'm gonna rummage around the wardrobe in case there's anything like hiding behind these clothes so no, you you feel all the surfaces of the wardrobe. There doesn't appear to be any keys. Uh, can we take a look in the pockets of the suit, please? 
Of course you can. You rummage around the pockets of the suit. Uh, you start with the trousers first, because they should surely be obvious. It would fall out. The pockets are upside down. Uh, but no key in the pockets of the suit. Trousers. You switch to looking at the pockets of the jacket, and in the inside right breast pocket, you find a small silver key. Wee. See, Chris, that's a much more accurate way of doing it. Yeah, sure. Where where does the silver key get used for again? Uh, so with the silver key, if memory serves, was the chest of drawers. No, the drawers. So can we take the silver key on a little um, three-inch journey across the uh, across the uh, the cabin to unlock the drawers, please? Of course you can. You pop the key in and pop the lock open. There are three drawers. Which would you like to look in first? Top one. The top one seems to contain uh, pants and socks. Can we can I have a rummage around? You have a little rummage around. Um, you find more pants and socks. Bottom drawer? The bottom drawer contains four boxes. One says work smart. One says play hard. One says dance fancy. And one says walk diligently. The, can we open the dance fancy one? Inside the dance fancy box, there is uh, some tissue paper. And you can see a pair of dance shoes peeping out from underneath the tissue paper. Who gets to wear them? Should we check, can we check the other boxes? Uh, sure. In the work smartly, there is a very smart pair of brogues. In the play hard box, there is a pair of old-fashioned sports shoes. And in the walk diligently box, there's another sort of somewhat comfier-looking pair of brogues. Well, that's one pair of dancing shoes. Can we check the middle drawer? Uh, in the middle drawer, there are shirts and trousers. Nothing uh, rummage around, nothing? Nope, nope, just shirts and trousers. Okay, so thinking aloud, the original notes said that it had four steps, tutu, makeup, dancing shoes, and then complete following. So we found two tutus, four items of makeup, and one pair of dance shoes. We haven't got a code to get into the safe, though, yet. Well, that would be 241, wouldn't it? Why? Sorry? Well, so it would either be two tutus, four items of makeup, and one pair of dancing shoes, or 242 for two dancing shoes. I don't know if it's 421. Because that's the order you have to find them in. I suppose you have to because the makeup was there. But... Oh, yeah, but remember it was there. The note oh, no, said step one, two, two, step two, makeup. Okay, step so it, three, could, dancing it, could shoes. Be, it could be either way around. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm convinced you. it's that way around. <laughs> try, try yours first, go on then. Okay, Ben, can we go over to the safe, please? And on the little on the little twiddly twiddly knot, uh, twist two, four, and then one. Two, four, then one. For each of those, are you going left or right? Fuck. Um, I guess right, left, right. Right, left, right. Um, nothing happens. Um, can, can we try it with 4C1? Ascending or descending for each of those? Uh, so we start from 1, so I need to go... It's shortest path every time. Um, it, it doesn't work. Fuck. So, Chris, what have, have we seen anything here that would give us any inkling whatsoever towards what direction that this should be going in? No, nothing. Nothing that I've noticed hmm. at all. Me neither in the descriptions. There was the trees going past in a very, like, uniform fashion, but... Uh, Ben, can we have a quick review of what was written on the four boxes, please? Of course. You've got work smart, play hard, dance fancy, and walk diligently. Hmm. Work, play, dance, walk. Okay. So we've checked the boxes. We've checked all of the drawers. Can we have a proper rummage around each of the boxes, please? You can indeed. Uh, Presumably in the order that, um, that I read them out in? Yes, please. The work smart box first. 
Of course, so you carefully take the, the tissue paper out um, and unwrap the pair of very smart looking brogues. They're very nice and shiny. Uh, but that appears to be it. You do the same with the play hard and you've taken out the, the lovely uh, leather old fashioned sports shoes. With the dance fancy shoes, as you take out the uh, the shoes and the, the little bit of tissue paper, you see a small note in the bottom of the, the box that says, start in the middle, slide up one, step down two, jump up three, and then add together. Right, okay, that's fine. So, going to go, gonna go from five, gonna go up to six, down to four, and then go up to seven. You hear the lock pop open, and the door swings open. Hey! Inside is another small box with a little keypad on it. One to nine. Little, little wooden keys. Okay, so what do we have? We had five plus six plus four plus seven. Uh, so that's... 11, 15, 22. Can I type 22 onto the keypad? You click 2, 2 into yeah. the keypad and oh. the door pops open. Of course, 2, 2. Inside <laughs> is a key. You have found the fancy wancy dance key. And you have solved my puzzle. Very good. I was, I'll be honest with you, Ben, I was one level of obfuscation away from um, firing up the old motor car and getting the old bat ready. That was uh, That was a good one. All brought together by the TT. I thought of start in the middle, slide up by one, step down by two, step up by three, three weeks ago. And it's only now that I said it that I realised that it, it gave you two two. <laughs> it was complete coincidence. Are you... What? Jesus Christ. Wow. That was, that was really clever for a moment there, Ben. Yeah. Okay, so with the fancy wancy dance key in your hand, you proceed towards the engine room. And that is my puzzle. So as you move into the engine room carriage... The room is very dark. In front of you is the furnace, and you can see it's slowly dying out, and the train has started to slow down noticeably. That's brilliant, because we don't want to get to that bridge that's out. <laughs> There's a window that you can lean out of, you know, an open window, to the right-hand side. And there's a lever, apparently, for moving the train forwards and backwards on the left-hand side. And there is a large pile of coal to the side of the furnace. What would you like to do? Um, Ben, I have a thought on the me potential mechanism of this puzzle. Do you recall Back to the Future 3? Did, oh, did I tell you about the radio? There's a radio on a table. You did Sorry. not tell us about the radio. Miss this. There's a radio on the table to the side. Which side? To the right back, like just by the door as you come in. Okay. As it's right, quickly, as a, like a walkie-talkie radio or like a play music radio? Uh, yeah, like a, a really... Yeah, one of the big chunky walkie-talkie radios, one that's like powerful enough to get a signal quite a distance. Cool. Just one, though? Yeah, uh, just one. Okay, can, can I pick up the walkie-talkie radio and try talkie-walking into it? Yeah, you do, and a voice comes over it, announcing that they're the uh, local signaling centre, and what would you like to do? What is my option, Mr. Signaling Centre Man? They need the junction number to switch to the appropriate direction that you request. Ah, okay. So, um, could we go and have a little look out side of the window to see if we can see any block markers coming up okay so you uh, lean out the window and apparently they're called block markers thank you ben and you see a block number with the number zero zero two on it um okay so could we could we tell the signalman that uh we are at um zero zero two well which which way do you want to go he asks uh, which ways can we go right or left right sorry ben you had to say i knew if i'd said it chris would have taken the piss he acknowledges and the signal has been set. Brilliant. Well, that's another mystery solved. 
Um, I'll tell you, I'm going to stick my head out the window and just see if I can see anything else. And uh, no, there's nothing nothing else out the window that you can see. We can't be moving very quickly because you thought we'd have passed you, a few you, more blocks by now. You've basically stopped now. Like, you're, you're essentially stationary. <laughs> the, the coal has all run out in the in the furnace and the train's no longer moving forward. Do, uh, do you think, Mike, that uh, we can shimmy out this window and escape? I do, actually, yeah. Leaving Chris, presumably, to just sit telling the puzzle <laughs> until he dies. <laughs> you try shimmying out the window... And unfortunately, won't, nothing will budge. And uh, yeah, maybe in your younger days, you might be able to squeeze through the gap, but no longer. I'm more, I'm more capable of squeezing through the gap now <laughs> than I was in my younger days. <laughs> I'm a stone lighter than I was. Not in the right places, though. This, uh, the, the, the forward-backward lever. Um, can we rock it forwards and backwards? Yeah, you do it. At the moment, it moves uh, fairly freely and nothing changes. Chris, can I take all of the coal? Um, so moving all of the coal would take a while there is a, a shovel to the side can i take the shovel yeah and push the lever to reverse with it yeah put the lever in reverse with the shovel we can do it with our hands mike i mean oh yeah <laughs> well, you've touched it then already i don't know we'll get cooties it's like we've indirectly held hands <laughs> god okay i shall i shall use my i shall use my hand i won't even wipe it or anything i'll just give it a good manly sweaty tug uh back towards forwards and then i'd like to shovel a shovel full of coal onto the fur noose please only only one shovel full of coal i tell you what i'll go mad shovel and a half shovel and a half okay so the furnace starts to you know warm up there was enough residual heat to kind of get the coal going again and the train starts slowly moving forward very very slowly you get past the uh, the junction and you go a little bit further down the track, and then it starts slowing down again, and you, you, the train stops. Ben, I feel we should probably look out to the window again to see if there's if we've got a new. Thing. Sounds sounds good to me. There's uh, another uh, block outside the window. So, uh, zero zero three this time. Okay, could we tell the signalman to go uh, that we're at zero zero three, and like we'd like to go left, please. Okay, he confirms that that's been changed, and we'll put um, two two shovels of coal onto the onto the furnace. Two shovels of coal onto the furnace. Okay, so the train goes a bit fast this time. It starts moving uh, forward, uh, and uh, you go past the signal, and again the train starts to slow down as the coal runs out and eventually stops. Should also point out at this stage, you've got about two thirds of the coal left. Okay. Element of danger. So we look out of the window. So you look out the window and there's a mark of 005. Okay, so we've... I think that we've gone... I mean, we either need to do it in sequence or we need to get to as high a number as we can on the coal we've got. What do you think, Ben? I, I mean, I have literally no idea. There's nothing to tell us... Uh, there's no map or anything like that on the walls, is there, Chris? No, no, not that you can see. Um... So we can we can from the looks of things, or we can, so we can increment by at the moment one and two by going right and left, and presumably decrement by going backwards. Um, I don't know. Forwards. Let's go forwards and see what we get. Um, although saying that, I'd like to save a bit of coal by, if I recall correctly, Chris, you and I are both still wearing tutus. Um, <laughs> so I'll have a shovel of coal and both the tutus in the furnace, please. <laughs> okay, the, the tutus incinerate immediately upon getting into the furnace and, and barely make the train nudge forwards. And then how many how many shovels of coal are you putting in? Uh, I'll do uh, two again, please. Two. So you put two in and again the train moves forward, you go past the signal and the train stops. Ah, crap. Did we, uh, we didn't speak to the signal man that time, did we? Uh, I'm assuming you did. Uh, uh, editing <laughs> is made in nice and quick. It's fine. So we, we look out the window. Look out the window uh, and you find the number 009. 
Um, how much roughly of the coal have we got left? Um, you've got just under half. Just under half. So um, roughly how many shovels do you reckon that would be? Um, probably about four and a half. About four and a half. So let's uh, bung another one and a half on. Okay, so you're going to bung another one and a half on. Yep, again, uh, you, are you choosing where to go? Which direction? Uh, let's go right again. So you tell the signal operator to go right. And uh, you put the coal in. Train speeds up again. You go past the signal to the right. And then the train stops. And we look out the window. And it says zero one one. Okay, and we put another two in and we'd go right again. Okay, so it goes forward again. You follow the signal round and the train stops again. And we look out the window. Yeah, it says zero one three. And we've got one, one shovel, shovel of coal left. Let's put that bad boy in. Are you shoveling that last that last shovel in? I mean, we can't get back to where we were. Anyways forwards. As you take the shovel and get the last bit of coal out. The edge of the shovel makes a clinking noise. Congratulations, you have found the coal key. What? It was just underneath the coal the whole time. <laughs> yep. So with our three keys, we run out of the engine room, through the private cabin, through second class, and to the emergency escape. We insert the standing room own key, the fancy-wancy dance key, and the coal key into the three rooms of card locks, and we roll out of the door onto the verge, and we escape. Yay! And there we are. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds and iTunes and also on our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. We'd love to have feedback and hear where The Infinite Escape Room should take us next. If you enjoy the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could give us a rating and a bit of a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again for another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. I don't know how many nipples a pig has.